Happy, happy new year and welcome into a whole new year of fun astrology podcasts for now 2024. Glad you made it. <laughs> Glad we all made it. We're still here. That's <laughs> what Krishna Doss says when he does one of his live YouTubes. Well, I'm still here. That's <laughs> what you call a positive outlook, isn't it? Well, hey, let's take a positive look and we'll take a little bit of a challenging look at the chart for the year, which of course is set for wherever you are, January 1st, 12 a.m., Saw a comment on YouTube a while back that somebody said, can you put it to my time zone? I'm like, uh, we are, we cover the whole globe, basically. <laughs> we got listeners all over, so we can't, I just, you got to pick one, right? So I just go with this and give you a little homework. Astrology is not spoon feeding. You got to do your own digging. So we do the East Coast here if you're fairly new to the podcast, but absolutely suggest that you set up the chart for your time zone, wherever you are. Because, yes, the houses will change. But I'm going to read the houses today. Typically, we don't do that for this very reason. But the first thing where my eyes went was right up at the top of the chart. Cancer is ruling the 10th house of career, and the midheaven is sitting right on it. So one thing that I've come to realize, and I mean, it's just an automatic click now, wherever cancer shows up in your chart, have a look at the equal house system, and then on whatever cusp cancer sits, that area of your life, that house where it's on the cusp, that is the area of your life where you follow your intuitive call. And I had a reading a while back that somebody had it on the first house. It's like, yeah, that's your whole life is, follow, is basically guided by intuition. Here, it's our career. It's our job. It's our money. It's that whole area of what do we do <laughs> when you go to the party, like last night, if you went, and somebody says, what do you do? What they're really asking is, who are you in the world, right? As though that's defined by your job, which it really shouldn't be. But this area of our life is how we contribute out into the world. If you're a stay-at-home mom, awesome. That's how you contribute out into the world. If you're retired, awesome. That's how you contribute. Find some way to always let your light shine gives you purpose and for 2024 that area is going to be guided by intuition i love 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 that now another little significant thing is the chart for january 1st 2024 Asheville, north carolina at least is a two degree 19 minute libra rising maybe amidst all this chaos at least there will be a desire for balance so i'm really happy to see that and spread a little love around right how about the pisces planets neptune and saturn we've been talking about those over on old soul new soul quite a bit but pisces sits on the sixth house now, that one could have a little interesting impact, especially in the mundane, because that's that area of psychological self-integration. In other words, how we process everything that we have experienced up until now and what we do with it has Saturn in there. And you can go back and listen to the Saturn series on Old Soul, New Soul in Pisces. That was excellent. And then also with Neptune in there, we are going to be doing some of this last final processing before it starts to make its way into Aries. Venus, here's another one. Venus is in Sagittarius in this New Year's chart, and it is just on the cusp of the third house. Now that's a sextile then back to the ascendant point. So the ruler of the chart, Venus, is in the third house. And I just love this because 
On the other side of the third house is Mars, so we have to deal with that in a minute. But what this is saying is spread some love around. It really does, doesn't it? Say, I love you. I mean, this is simple synthesis, right? Venus, the love planet, is in Sagittarius, a spiritual sign, and it's sitting right on the cusp of the communication house, the third house, ruled by Mercury, which is in there, by the way, too, in the third. So one of the themes for us on our highest timeline this year is to speak love, bring love, be loving awareness. Ram Dass, put the song on. Now let me touch for a minute on the challenge, and this is the one that we've been watching and looking for and looking at and just observing. Are we moving more toward it or away from it? I'll let you be the judge of that. But back in 2017, Robert Glasscock identified and published in the Kepler series and then in a gazillion practicums since then, this aspect that will happen the fall of this year in the solar arc chart. And see, so many astrologers don't follow the solar arc, and they're missing a big one. We'll see how this plays out. But the United States Sibley chart, July 4th, 1776, 510 p.m., Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you put that in the solar arc, you will observe the solar arc Saturn is moving right into a conjunction with natal Mars in Gemini in the seventh house. And when he published this five or six years ago first, he was saying, and the conditions were not nearly what they are now, that is a symbolism if it goes to the shadow side of civil war. Now, I'm going to let you pick up from there and form your own thoughts around it. I'm just alerting you to the aspect in the United States chart in solar arcs, something that doesn't happen once every 360 years at least because it moves so slowly. Saturn, division, these are the shadow side interpretations now, sitting on top of Mars, conflict, war, etc. In Gemini, divided in the seventh house of relationships, but what happens to relationships when they go south? It can be war. That's how he put the synthesis together. Now, I saw a couple of other things in this New Year's chart. So as you were hooping and hollering last night, Mars was sitting right at the nadir, right at the bottom of the chart, right there on the cusp almost. And that, too, pertains to home, Mars, conflict. Also, we've been talking about the North Node transiting through Aries right now. It's at 21 degrees, and in this chart, which for some of you will not be in the same house, but in this chart, it's in the seventh house. There's that flip it to the reverse shadow side in the mundane, if you will. The north node of conflict is sitting in the seventh house, so it repeats that energy from the solar arc chart. The other one I thought was interesting, we mentioned on the little TikTok and YouTube and Instagram videos playing around with that yesterday, that the moon had entered Virgo. Well, this chart, Virgo rules the 12th house. Endings and completions, secret sorrows and self-undoings. Now, I'm just telling, I'm not, we, start, we did four minutes of positive. <laughs> I told you I was going to touch on both sides. But I just think it would be remiss if I didn't point these things out too so that we're aware of them and then we can be following our own intuition. Remember, that's a big guiding piece for us this year. And we can see how we're supposed to interact as these things may or may not unfold, but there are some symbolisms in the chart, and I don't think that that's improper interpretation to at least point those things out. So, the coin always has two sides. 
We already know we have Pluto moving into Aquarius in just a couple of weeks. We have the big eclipse coming up in April, the big conjunction of Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus, then that solar arc aspect in the fall. So there are things ahead of us, but we chose to be here and we chose to be here as agents of transformation. And that's really what our drumbeat is. So you just stay the course. Hold the faith. Whatever comes, whatever they throw at us, we're going to get through it together. I promise you that. And we will definitely come out on our highest timeline in the end. That is one pattern as you follow all of this stuff back. You look at Saturn and Pluto when it hit like it did in January of 2020. It's always infinitely better on the other side. That's where we're really headed. All right. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Have a wonderful 2024. We're going to ride this arm in arm, and we will be on our high timeline flying above the clouds. Come join us. Have a wonderful day.